Hello, my lovelies. I'm Jay Aquenenza, and these are going to be our weekly messages. Bloody hell, it has been one hell of a week, and I know I say that every single week. I think I've been saying that every single week since Leo season because it's been true. That's been my life. Um, I got all the messages up. I can't even call them seasonals or December monthlies because it's like the ninth of December. I would have put up Libra. Um, sorry, Libra and Scorpio went up right before this video goes up um so there you go it's a bit of a big day for me today i managed to get all the season of whatever they were messages done um at midnight tonight my calendar officially closes my, my booking system my appointment calendar and so i won't be doing personal readings anymore um and it feels kind of fitting with the week that's coming up i haven't really looked into the astrology of it and i didn't want to i want to just come at it from a place of the cards you should be you should see me on the screen right now pulling cards for the weekly it's a bit laggy because i had stuff rendering in the background so you'll have to exclude excuse that but i saw legacy of light come out from this and i thought wasn't last week's peacock light so i went back and had a little bit of a look i was looking at the titles of the weeklies um let's see from where have, where have I looked back at this from? Yeah, because it was a couple of weeks. So I didn't name anything. So I was basically right from Scorpio season, right? So the one before, right at the tail end of, well, the first week of Scorpio season was Worthwhile and the Devil, which didn't really register too much for me. And I was like, okay, so we're trying to figure that out. And then it was Clear Head, Pure Heart, right? And it kind of is a bit of a story if you look at it from this point of view. And I didn't think about it when I was doing the weeklies. So it's coming up. So I want to share this with you. <clears throat> so we had a clear head and a pure heart. Why? Because the week after it was time to find the path that in time will nourish all, right? So you're picking a path there. And then think about that. You enter a new pathway and obviously it's chaos because it's all bloody new. So then it was hope through the chaos. and finding our hope and there was a lot around that but then let there be light was the week before last and then peacock light so we're on this kind of um journey of light now i'm if you guys know me i don't do the whole kind of light worker love and light thing nothing wrong with them right and nothing wrong with those phrases because it all depends on what we mean by that and when we use those kinds of phrases to just mean light that you know i'm just light all the time everything is light everything is wonderful there's nothing bad in the world there's no evil um i'm just gonna walk i just want to sit on um on a picnic lying a picnic blanket in the sun every single day and that's gonna be my life right that's unrealistic however when we're able to find those parts of ourselves to light up the darkness right and that's why if you look at a lot of my thumbnails they're like i did a, a lighthouse i've done a guy with a kind of light a sword a, a peacock light kind of image but the rest of the thumbnails are dark because that's the point right it you do not lead need light when it's light already and this is you know if you want to use the light to uncover your own shadow like a bloody scorpio season is all about that if you want to use it to light away so that you can see where you're going even knight of pentacles hermit right virgo energy is about what is the next step like that's all i really need to light up and using the the light of my intellect my knowledge 
to light up this stuff. A little bit different, a little bit different this week because the first card out was Legacy of Light. And I haven't, I'm going to pull the clarifiers on screen in a moment, but we have this Legacy of Light. So let's have a look. You'll see why I'm talking about light. If anyone that knows the runes, that's Wunyo. And Wunyo is the card of light, uh, the rune of light, of joy and light. So we've got Legacy of Light that comes up. And, I can, that, and I've given you like a brief overview of our legacy of light, right? Of what we've done the past few months um, on Aquarian Insight and with the knowledge. And, you know, you guys have all used that information in your own ways, in your own life. <clears throat> Excuse me. Something really interesting about this week's one um, in terms of knowledge that we have. And it's been coming up in some of the individual sign messages that I did as well. But why I love this, why I love this legacy of light is because the the animal card that came up with it was earthworm. And that's very telling because I think Capricorn got earthworm. Somebody got earthworm. And earthworm is usually where we don't want to be, right? <laughs> Nobody wants to be the novice or the newbie or the one that doesn't know anything. And yet there's a new moon in Sagittarius this week. So if there is a new moon, if we are headed towards, you know, as Christopher Wateki likes to say, a new story and... Every year, like, we refresh our story with Sagittarius anyway. Um, then why would we know it? Why would why would we not be a novice? Why would we not be a newbie if it really is something new, right? And I kind of think that what we've been doing the last few weeks or as we've been exploring all of this is our ability to find those parts of ourselves, whether it's hope, whether it's trust, whether it's faith, whether it's courage, whether it's confidence in darkness. You know, that's, that's I think, what we've been, what really, really we've been trying to discover those parts of ourselves. But I'm going to just, spoiler alert, the shit out of this, because we're moving, I'm going to tell you straight away with the Nine of Swords coming up as the advice. If you are uncertain about the future, if you have anticipation or anxiety, if you are stressed out, if you're having sleepless nights because you're like, God, I can feel something, but I don't know what the hell's going on or what's going to happen, right? Good. I want to say good, right? I'm not one of the... You're never going to find me being one of those spiritual people who thinks you should be zen-like, calm, peaceful, happy, hopeful, all of that I mean, you know, in, in that you're just a wonderful, you know, fragrant flower to be around all the time. You're never going to find, because you're not human at that point. And this is, these are some of the topics that I will be getting into in the coming weeks and months as we move forward, as I'm closing out this phase in my life. But we can be dehumanized in a number of ways. and And one of them is, you know, when we go to the kind of the, the darker end of the spectrum and we're talking about dehumanizing ourselves, which is we become, we forget our higher instincts, right? We forget that we have love, we're capable of love. We, we become very robotic. Like, you know, we don't, we don't want to, we don't want to feel anything. We, we, or we just give into our baser instincts. It's like, who cares, man? You know, we've got tribal instincts. We were born to, just be horrendous to each other and club each other each other over their head and steal stuff from it. That's that's what we're like. You hear some intellectuals making that argument, so-called intellectuals. 
And so it's almost like that is dehumanizing. But if you go to the other end, the lighter end of the spectrum, right, that's also dehumanizing to, you know, if one is to define ourselves by just our baser instincts and the other one is to define ourselves just by the peak experiences of what a human being can be right that is also dehumanizing like we're perfect this kind of goal to be perfect to be consistent to always be happy and on point never complain about anything always be wonderful always get it right always back the right side you know all of that shit right to be the perfect human being and then never be given granted like forgiveness or grace because you kind of messed up that is also dehumanizing and so I do want to say that, I just want to say that from the beginning, if you find yourself like not, if you're like bloody hell, just darkness, there's no light around me or any, any of that kind of stuff. Um, and you're worried, nine of swords, right? You've got, you're going, you're like, I can't help it, Jay. And my mind's going racing ahead into the future. I'm here to tell you good. I'm here to, and if you're one of the people, many people that have had readings with me recently, you know, that theme keeps coming up, which is that that's how you know you're headed in the right direction you know, the fool might, may take, make a leap of faith, but let's not forget the first card after the fool is the magician. And we need confidence when we get to the magician. Why would we need confidence if, if we were still trusting and stuff? Um, so know that you're headed in the right direction because that's what the new always feels like, right? Yes, we can be excited. It's not like we're just stuck in our, you know, worry and fear and stuff, but We've done a lot of emotional internal stuff, but it's, I keep seeing the chariot as well that comes up. So, you know, I mean, the king of, I'm saying that because you've got the king of swords and the king of cups coming up here. And it's almost like bringing the two together, which would be the chariot, the head and the heart, moving us forward, propelling us forward into something. They have to work together. It's not that, you know, we know what the head thinks, we know what the heart thinks, but how do, how do we get them to work together? That's the point. That's the lovers, right? That's the the whole notion behind the lovers card. And so, yes, you may have done a lot of internal emotional stuff. It's amazing. Ten of cups, ace of cups. I mean, that's writing itself, that story. If it were just a three card reading, that's profound. You know, that we've reached some kind of peak of emotional awareness, spiritual awareness. We're now ready to act on that, start a new cycle from a place of emotional growth and spiritual growth. And, you know, we have the king of cups who is aware of how he feels but he's not controlled by how he feels so you know that's profound but how does that work when you bring in the mind and how does the mind work when you bring in the feelings because the nine of swords says is that uncertainty comes in but it would be uncertain so let's begin with the cards right um and this is pretty amazing like if you have a look at this right do you see that lady in the middle but above her there's an older lady and beneath her is a child's face and one of the things that you may have heard me say this before is that yes you know we talk about our ancestors and this card talks about ancestors but you are also somebody's ancestor the future you know you are the ancestor of the future of the people that will come in the future whether you have kids or not whether you plan to have kids or not right you are the, you are the ancestors that we are the legacy um of the way the legacy of life or you know what we do what we have is what the future inherits from us 
so let's let me read this it says i've got all three of these books kind of piled up together here all right it says legacy of light you are being asked to honor the legacy of light that is your sacred birthright take nourishment and support from those that have come before you your ancestral lines not only in blood but also in spirit perhaps these are the beings that have inspired and motivated you to live as a sacred rebel from your heart and with belief in yourself the more you are nourished by this legacy of light from your past the more you become a bearer of the legacy for those that will be supported by your light in the future there you go this is a sacred endowment from the great universal source of light to humanity it is the light of wisdom creativity radical courage love and respect that is passed down from the heart of each generation to the next the legacy of light is your spiritual birthright to refine and shine your essence to the world, to be like a sun, radiant and unapologetic of your nature. The oracle of, of legacy of light comes to you when you need confirmation that a creative choice you are making or have made or soon will make is one that is in alignment with your sacred purpose and spiritual path of healing and growth. The legacy of light cannot be ignored without some detriment to your sense of well-being. And remember that word. Remember that word well-being, right? So I'm going to say that bit again. The legacy of light cannot be ignored without some detriment to your sense of well-being. If you were if you were asking about a particular question and drew this card, then part of the answer to your question is that the issue at hand is one of utmost importance to your spiritual growth even if it seemed like a relatively insignificant question the energy around this matter is relevant to your sacred birthright to shine perhaps you need to trust more to know that all is well so think about this right let's go back a week so we had peacock's peacock light last week and that is discovering what your light is within yourself but is this a, that now you're ready getting ready to shine it out in the world how do you do that and so this is kind of like a reminder of that of that you have a legacy of light now think about that right i can give you an example for me like you know i'm a, a I, I read cards so i'm a tarot reader so imagine you're thinking about okay my new story might involve me becoming a tarot reader and if there's like old girls like jay that are you know stepping down now from doing personal readings then it maybe that it's time for newbies like me earthworm right to step up and take that place the new generation comes in then to fill the gap that left by the old and what might be the legacy of light then that that might inspire you if you've got people in your family like my grandfather's inspired me when i did that when i do this neither of them was a tarot reader but they they helped people with their gifts right with their intuition um they might have done it under the banner of something religious but it was still the same thing you might think back to all of those women that in the past who if you're afraid especially if you're afraid and you don't have courage think about the those women who who they were burned as witches or killed as witches for doing this for doing and, and we're worried about what that will get a thumbs down somebody's going to say we don't know what we're doing right they did this they learned from uh, you know from their ancestors from their grandmothers from their wise women or you know whoever they learned how to do this 
and they risked like excommunication, being outcast, being said they were, you know, in cahoots with the devil, being killed as witches. They they risked all of that to continue this legacy so that you can sit here with these cards. And it doesn't have to be cards, you know, whether it was astrology, whether it's whatever it was. If you have discovered something or you have a theory about something, you know, there were people that were, I mean, Socrates was killed, right? Um, you've got Galileo, you've got Copernicus, you've got these people who they said that the earth is round and they were excommunicated, you know, ridiculed. The guy who talked about continental drift, and this isn't even that many that long ago, his fellow scientists ridiculed him that your theory shit. And now it's been proved that continental drift is a thing. So think about this. Think, you know, connect. If you especially if you're afraid and you don't have the courage, think about those that have gone before you. Think about what they faced and what they went through. And they fought that to shine their light and you know thankfully we don't experience the same thing we've got our own evils of our era right that they face the the evils of their era we've got our own to face but does it stop with you like does it stop what if everyone felt that way what if everyone thought oh god no you know i, I can't go on youtube someone's going to criticize me or can't share this thing like, what if i'm ridiculed within the scientific community and stuff you do it for the future you do it because it's, you know, you are given a torch for a very brief amount of time. You know, if you live till 100, you live to 120, that is still brief. You, you're not, they might be considered a long life by human standards, but it isn't long in the whole scheme of things. You have a torch within that time and it was passed to you from someone in the past. Whether it's your actual family or whether it's the whatever, you know, if you're a doctor by the doctors that went before you was passed to you what are you doing with that light and how do you pass it on to the next generation or to your kids or to your community or whatever right right no pressure she says where was i let me continue this um I'll just start from the top of this page. So it says the energy around this ma matter is relevant to your sacred birthright to shine. Perhaps you need to trust more to know that all is well, no matter what appears to be, and to ask for help and believe that you deserve to receive it. Scorpio just got something about asking for help. The legacy of light also asks you to call on the unconditionally loving support that exists for you every day. This light will offer you all manners, manner of assistance. To not call upon it is like starving because you believe you have no means to acquire food whilst a feast lays before your eyes. I've used that example before. If only you could would partake of it. Perhaps you worry that you are asking too much of those who wish to assist you. However, that is a mis this is a mistaken belief. Those beings of unconditional love who assist us spiritually each day need to shine just as we do. So think about that, right? If we ask others to help us to shine, we're we're allowing them to shine, right? It's it's not it's it's beautiful. I actually really love this message. And I've read this before and it's never hit me in the way that it's hit me today. Anyway. When they are embraced for their purpose to assist with the spiritual growth of humanity through unconditional love, they too become a part of the legacy of light shining bright with love and helping to illuminate the world. 
Although you may doubt your goodness at times and being human does mean there will be some very dark moments on your path. This oracle affirms that you are coming from love with the pure intention to simply live your life and do your best in the circumstances in which you find yourself. You are being asked to avail yourself of the help that is awaiting your request so that your own light can become a part of the greater shining legacy of divine brilliance made manifest upon the earth. This oracle is also guiding you to something in your family history or spiritual ancestry that is relevant to you now. Your spiritual ancestry can be recognised through the traditions and cultures you are intrigued by and interested in. They do not have to be the same as the spiritual traditions that you were raised with in this lifetime, although there may be. The influence of your family history and or spiritual tradition may be encouraging and, in and constructive, but it may also be holding you back. Sometimes we unintentionally absorb the hidden fears of our parents or our religious upbringing, such as the belief that dreams cannot manifest or that we have to compromise to the point of losing what makes us feel truly alive. If you can relate to this or want healing just in case it is happening beyond the level of your conscious awareness, simply complete the healing process before, which, you know, I'm not going to read. But anyway, if you are involved, I mean, the healing process before is literally just an affirmation. It's like, you know, I love myself. I give myself unconditional love. And you guys do that already. That's why I never read the healing process of these cards. If you are involved in a group project, this oracle is asking you to stay true to the heart of why you began working together in the first place and to seek assistance, protection and guidance from a source that loves all of you unconditionally. Say that again. If you are involved in a group project, this oracle is asking you to stay true to the heart of why you began working together in the first place and to seek assistance, protection and guidance from a source that loves all of you unconditionally. You can do this through the healing process below. Finally, if you need to, if you need a jolt to recognize that you are a creative being entitled to explore your ingenuity, perhaps through taking a class or pursuing your own artistic interests at home, then this oracle brings the particular guidance that yes, this is a part of your life path and you are encouraged to take it further. You are also acknowledged through this oracle as having some special creative and healing offering to make to the world in this lifetime. You will leave a legacy of light for the greater good upon this planet and you will be lovingly supported in many ways by the great creative universal intelligence when you ask for help. If you don't know how to do that, just complete the healing. I'm going to have to read this healing process because it's referred to it bloody hell. Well, look, it's a prayer. It's it's place your ha hands in prayer at your heart and close your eyes. I'll just read what it says. It's say this aloud. Through unconditional love, I'm open to receiving the support, guidance, protection and assistance that I need to manifest the legacy of light that shines through me now. I release any conscious or unconscious attachment to beliefs or relationship patterns that hold me back from fully shining my light in the world. I ask that my creative journey be aligned with my spiritual path and blessed for the greatest good. So be it. So mote it be. Um, the reason I don't usually read that is because that's all it is. It's, it's an affirmation. And yeah, okay, affirmations are great, but... An affirmation on its own, own doesn't heal shit, right? So unless it connects to us, um, unless we feel it anyway, and then that feeling is doing so much more, especially you've got Ten of Cups, Ace of Cups, King of Cups. 
right a lot came up with that legacy of light okay but let's talk about earthworm now so earthworm is shy hesitant reluctant to share in a vision hear that shy hesitant reluctant to share in a vision and it says we have all felt the woes of the earthworm at some point along the way the earthworm indicates a newbie or novice working to establish confidence in a new field others around you may seem wise and experienced but it's important to remember they once felt earthworm energy too this card is a reminder not to be intimidated or lose hope mastery takes time and you're on the beginner sorry and you're on the right track besides rumor has it a beginner's mind offers the most valuable insights when in balance earnest intelligent valuable when out of balance self-conscious apprehensive to bring into balance speak up risk embarrassment i love it i love it right so here's a quick reminder so i don't go into it when i'm in the reading when you get kings right then the king isn't just like oh yeah i got my throne i'm at the top of the thing the step after the king is a page the step after a 10 is an ace and i said this in so many readings i'm going to say it here as well when you find yourself at the beginning of something when you find yourself a newbie or a novice it's not because you you didn't step on a ladder you stepped on a snake and you in the game of life you've lost no that's not that's not what it is it means you're you get to start again you get to be an, a novice you get to be a, um, a newbie you get to go back to the ace after the 10. that is the next step you you get to be the page now after having been a king and that can be difficult to because it's up you know we want to go from the king to what like a super king or to you know uh, an emperor and then it's like a super emperor and then i'm going to be ruler of the universe you know what that is what our society has taught us that linear it always goes up what works like that does nature work like that does life work like that do the seasons work like that no it's inorganic it's not human right to to think that that's how how things go i mean even if you think about um like a car or something things wear out things go wrong in them you know and then you get to you buy something new so in the cycle there's there is a cycle and we and then it doesn't just get better and better and better let me read you the rune well wow i'm looking at all of this i mean that makes sense though if you were at the earthworm stage it's yes you're at the earthworm stage yes you might be a page after a king but you were a king you have got mastery over something right you finished high school so you could go to college it's another example that i've been using and then you that graduation was the king or the world card right but then you go back to be a fool again you're a novice again when you go to college then you complete college then you're a novice again you know you're a brand new graduate and you're starting a new job but yes you're new you're, you're in a situation where you don't really know anything but you got to be there because of what you've achieved in the past it's the same with where you are now so that's wunyo joy light and this is what it says this rune is a fruit bearing branch the term of travail, travail is ended and you have come to yourself in some regard the shift that was due has occurred 
Now you can freely receive Wunyo's blessings, whether they be in material gain, in your emotional life, or in a heightened sense of your own well-being. Remember I told you to remember that word from there? Something about well-being. This is part of your well-being. This is an alchemical moment in which understanding is transmuted from knowledge. Interesting, especially with the King of uh, Swords sat here. So I'll say this again. This is an alchemical moment in which understanding is transmuted from knowledge. The knowledge itself was a necessary but su not sufficient condition. So we all know, you all know what's happened. You all know certain things, but how do we transmute that into understanding? Well, we feel it, that's how. The knowledge, let me say that again. The knowledge itself was a necessary but not sufficient condition. Now you can rejoice having been carried across the gap by the will of heaven. Joyousness accompanies new energy, energy blocked before now. Light pierces the clouds and touches the waters, just as something lovely emerges from the depths. The soul is illuminated from within at the meeting place of heaven and earth, the meeting of the waters. There is a new clarity which may call for you to renounce existing plans, ambitions, goals. It is proper and timely for you to do so, for Wunyo is a rune of restoration of the self properly aligned with the self. Here's the reversed message. Things are slow in coming to fruition. The process of birth is long and arduous and fears arise for the safety of the child within. A crisis, a difficult passage, even if brief is at hand, even if brief is at hand, consideration and deliberation are called for. Ask yourself whether you possess the virtues of seriousness, sincerity and emptiness. To possess them is to have tranqu tranquility, which is the ground for patience, clarity, and perseverance so there's still clarity here seen in its true light everything is a test and so focused in the present sincere towards towards others and trusting yourself know that you cannot fail in times of personal crisis when you're reversed is a useful symbol for meditation and by everything is a test right think about it everything gives us knowledge about something and then we can transmute that into understanding Right, whether that's a victory, whether that's a loss, it all is. It's not like our testing times go away. Um, let's see, what else did I want to do? No, let's start with this. Right, so I've kind of already referred to the cards. I'll put clarifies as we go. I know I usually start over here, but I want to start over here today because um, it just makes more sense because this flows so wonderfully into that. So here we have the Four of Cups right we're stuck in this feeling i mean that's where the ace of cups comes up so this we might be stuck bored apathetic you know all of those wonderful things might come about what is missing so if you're thinking what do i do where's the support you know the person looking at the three cups in front is trying to figure out well where's the support for this either from the universe or from my own life or from my loved ones um what should i do what is the option you have all this knowledge, right? King of Swords. What do I do with that? Let us see what you should do with that. That's the underlying energy. I mean, the guy in the Four of Cups is always looking outside of himself, not at himself. Page of Pentacles. I mean, that's wonderful already. Wow. All right. So I want you to... Um, 
think of it. So if you've got the earthworm there and you're a newbie and the page of pentacles is. The page of pentacles is what we value, but at a really core level. It's always the token. It's not the, the, you know, sometimes the page of pentacles is seen as breadcrumbs. Sometimes it's, it's one of those cards that has a lot of meanings. Um, and I'll give you a few of them. So it can be that we're not earning a lot, right? We're stuck. We're bored because the returns are so small. It's breadcrumbs that we feel like we're getting. Um, the other thing with the page of pentacles is when we're trying to learn something new and we cut, like, we do it again and again and again and it's repetition and it's boring and it's a temporary phase but the devil's in the details we need to get stamp out the details get it right but also the devil's in the details in terms of what your goals are in life what you want why do you feel stuck why do you not know what you want or where you want to go, or what your next step is, you know, whatever it is, or why are you so attached to the one dream that you have, like, you know, all of this. Now, we can give a surface level answer to that, but when it's the page of pentacles, it's it's almost like, you know, um, it's, it's that kind of like, tell it to me like I'm stupid kind of thing, like, you know, break it down, explain that to me, that why, why do you want this? Because, but you need to look in your own cup to answer that, right, the four of cups. Because the four of cups person is bored. They're apathetic. They don't know what they're supposed to be looking at. Um, so with the page of pentacles, it's saying, no, we need to get the details of this, what our values are, you know, why this is not in alignment with my values or why this is in alignment with my values. It comes from, from looking at the values, looking in our own cup. Because my cup overflows with this. This is my spiritual growth. This is my emotional growth. Now, we got the, the King of Swords and the Nine of Cups. The Nine of Cups is a Pisces card, right? So the King of Swords has all this knowledge. But the Nine of Cups, it says, okay, well, what is the use... Out of all of that knowledge that you have, or even what is the use of all of that knowledge, like, and, and unless, you, unless you're grateful for it, or what are you grateful for that knowledge for, right? So even if you've gone, like, for me, if I was going to say, oh, I was ill for so many years that being ill did teach me gratitude not in the moment it didn't i wasn't grateful for being ill in the moment and and that's i think how we know we understand something because we we become grateful for it you know even like getting dumped and it hurts and all the rest of it but then at some point you you get to the point maybe when you meet the net your next person there's a song by um i think her name's amber mark what no what if yeah that's her song and that's what she talks about if she hadn't had a heart broken and smashed into a million pieces and gone through all that heart, she would never have found the person that she was with. So that's that moment of gratitude, even for whatever you've gone through, the tests, if you want, or whatever. And that's a beautiful energy. And out of that have come values, Have out of that have come these kind of things that matter to us now. Now you're coming in with this. If you forget the ancestors, forget the future, forget all of that, in your own past, from your own knowledge, you have a legacy of light. The King of Swords and the Nine of Cups very much tell that story. And you, you've experienced it. You know, when you got sacked from that job and you were just thinking, in, in the moment, you were broke and it was felt like the worst thing ever. But if you hadn't been sacked from that job, or like me, you know, my corporate career went down the toilet. I wouldn't be sat here today. And at, But at the time, I hated it. At the time, I felt useless and ashamed and, you know, all the things that you feel when what you think you won isn't, doesn't happen. So at some point, we always come to a place of 
gratitude. And a new wish may be born from that, but even a wish is just a heart's desire. This wish is based on our values, right? Let's do the eight of wands next. And the eight of wands is, I'm laughing because I think Mercury goes, um, I think Mercury goes retrograde this week. Hang on, is that around the time of the uh, new moon? I keep going to say full moon. Let's check. You know, I wrote it down here somewhere and now I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Um, I, I did some extensive journaling this morning. I actually had some time to myself, which was like kind of lovely. Um, and so I was marking up all these things. Yeah, New Moon in Sagittarius is on Tuesday the 12th. Yeah, that is when the bloody Mercury goes retrograde as well. Okay, so that's why. Now we have the, the eight of wands coming up here central to all of this the eight of wands is mercury and sagittarius right mercury is going retrograde in capricorn the capricorn connection right there and coming back into sagittarius so wherever we are right now we're going to revisit this right we're going to revisit this in terms of ideas knowledge what we think we know all of it I think it's Christopher Wateki who says this, that, you know, if you're left-brained, you become right-brained. If you're right-brained, you become left-brained in this. So, so, you know, maybe we just access a different part of ourselves. So we get a different perspective on our lives, right? And you kind of see that here with the King of Swords and the King, King of Cups coming up there. It's, you know, the, the head and the heart type. I mean, we call them head and the heart. They're both just hemispheres of the brain. But let's see. So the Eight of Wands is how we engage with things. It's research, it's conversation, it's back and forth, it's opportunities, it's, but it's engaging with this. You know, we put energy out there, we're exchanging energy and we're engaging with something. All right. A Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> I mean, when you get the Eight of Wands and the Wheel of Fortune, they are opportunities. They're both opportunities. But what is an opportunity? The King of Swords is only going to see certain things as an opportunity, right? Things that honour the King of Swords' knowledge. That, you know, if, if for example, if there's a university, and I'm, I'm a professor, right, in, I don't know, I always pick ancient Egypt or something. So I'm a professor in, in ancient Egyptian um, history. And I show up at this university and I have an opportunity to, to do something there, right? The only opportunity I'm interested in is teaching ancient Egyptian history. Maybe they don't have a spot. Maybe they've already got a teacher that teaches that. That's not a course that they do, whatever. So I'm, I'm shit out of luck. Now, if the page of pentacles comes in and says, okay, but what is your, what is it that, what is it that you value? For me, it may just be knowledge. I just want to be around knowledge, right? It could be that. It's the details of it. Remember, it's not the actual full-bodied sense of it. It's the details of it. Or do I want to, what, what, I would just want to work or be at a university. I want to be in that environment. Or it's ancient Egypt, right? It could be anything. So whatever, whatever you pick around that, it's going to make the difference. The page of pentacles makes a difference. 
because the king of swords is too stuck on what he knows and the way that he conveys that knowledge so if it's ancient egypt i could go bloody be in ancient uh, not in ancient egypt but what could do past our progression but i could go to egypt i could go be a curator in a museum i could go do something else or if i just want to be in a university in this i could be a student maybe it's time to learn something new maybe there's something else that i know how to teach but this it changes the focus or the direction and I think it is time to be something else or to engage in a different way because you've got the wheel of fortune here with the eight of wands so be mindful of when you say an opportunity if you're committed to being the king of swords which that's not something new right you're, you're doing it in a new way it doesn't mean you give up the knowledge that you have that's your legacy of light but let that legacy of light open up something new for you wow yeah, exactly. Six of Wands. This is about being seen. I mean, this is about shining your light, right? Six of Wands is about shining your light. But it's it's what you're you're proud of. It's what you've achieved. It's what you've done. Um, you might have lost, but you went um, you went to battle and came back. You made it back, right? You may not have won, but you went there. You fought. You fought the best that you could, and you came back. the it's interesting to me because as much these are all kind of sagittarius cards i mean that's a leo card i know but eight of wands is mercury in sagittarius wheel of fortune is jupiter ruler of sagittarius six of wands is jupiter in leo so it's it's about this expansive shining energy oh god four of swords now think about this this is a pause so if you've gotten to this place of this is what an opportunity looks like, yes, the wheel is turning. This is what I would, I'm proud of or I'm interested in. I'm going to lead by example in this area. This is what I want to do. Cool. But with this kind of, there's a pause to reflect here. Or the mind is put on hold for a moment. Why is that? Because we want, remember, to move forward. The head and the heart go together. The king of swords and the king of cups must move forward together. In the past, we have the Ten of Cups. So we're focused on all of this. Why is the Ten of Cups in the past? Remember, that's where, that's the love that we have to share. We've been on this journey, the cycle of emotional growth, spiritual growth. We're, we're grateful. Now we get to share this with others, right? Ten of Cups. We share whatever our heart's desire was or whatever we've achieved from the heart's desire, the understanding. We've shared that in the past. Bloody hell, the Ten of Swords. I mean, that's going to apply to everyone watching this. Everyone. What do I mean by this? Is that, isn't that what all of us have been through? Like, to get to a place of self-love and share that love based on being at rock bottom, the past traumas, the shadows of the past, our own shadow. Like, that's what the Ten of Swords, Ten of Cups is. And that's a journey that every single person who's watching this has been on in one way or the other. It's a journey that will happen again and again and again, right? So, but that I think applies to all of us, uniquely to all of us in this community. So what did I say after, I mean, and you can see that here with, it's fascinating that that comes up with the King of Swords, King of Cups. In a way, yeah, they represent also the Ten of Swords and the, the Ten of Cups. Those are the completions, the outcomes, but it's in the, in the 10, one and a zero is the 10, yeah, the zero is the full, kind of we're leaping into something new. But the one 
the one is the beginning we've got a new beginning within that ending right there's a new beginning now we're getting ready to go again and so we've got this ten of so ten sorry ten of cups that leads to the ace of cups so this is our emotion this is self-love this is our emotional growth this is our spiritual growth this is what's in our cup how are we feeling and remember in the the four of cups where we're feeling stuck it's about no how are we feeling like what is in our own cup we're feeling stuck because we're looking at what's around us beautiful um this is that emptying the empress is the womb that nurtures and grows whatever is coming up or coming out rather oh god god i just peeped the page of cups there but it wasn't coming out properly so let's try it what's with three of pentacles let's get one more all right so the empress is what it's what what we're expanding what we're growing and we've got this expansion coming in with the wheel of fortune and with the empress now the empress also speaks of seasons of things right that she understands it takes time for things to gestate for them to grow for them to be birthed and once something is born it still needs more care a baby isn't just left right and remember that where was it the rune Wunyo talked about this that you know there's a complication with the birth and stuff is it that we need help with that is it that we need support with that guys i'm going to say this and it's coming up a lot anyway and the, the, the sagittarius season it's about communication um and as we head into like capricorn season and then aquarius these are themes that will come up how much we work with other people what we how we communicate with others right that's a new story anyway remember the axis of communication gemini and sagittarius so what is there to communicate you know and maybe if you think about it in that sense that this would be the reasons for why we didn't you know wh why we weren't able to share love or to do all of that wonderful stuff right that we have problems with but with the ace of cups coming up here this is very much about what is in our cup like what is in my cup how do i feel what is this new way of feeling my feelings and knowing what i feel and how do I nurture those? How do I nurture what's in my cup? And I think the Three of Pentacles, it, you know, I said mind, body and spirit working together, but it's also going to be that you won't be the same as other people, right? And think about it, the guy who is building the cathedral or the church or whatever it is, he can only, I mean, he can only do that with the help of the guy that makes the plans and the, the one that's paid for the project and done whatever. So everyone has a different job, but they all need each other to we build it strong together, three of pentacles. So what are we building strong together? What is the dream worth pursuing? It comes from the Ace of Cups. So that will be for you, whatever that is. Now let's look at the King of Cups in the future. I think all of that, I mean, the legacy of light is the true message of this, but I think it's for us to pick something and to know that it comes from our heart, something that we love, the legacy that we come from. Look at this, King of Cups, Five of Cups. I've seen the Five of Cups a lot, guys. 
I'm going to have to sit with that one because I think there might be a collective extra message that comes through around that. But I'll have to see what that is. Ace of Cups. Nine of Swords. All right. So remember, when we get the Nine of Swords in the future, it is always a projection. And we've got the Nine of Swords here as well. It's always a projection. Now, think about the King of Cups. So the point is not to say, all right, is everything going to be wonderful if I do whatever? Or is it going to turn out shit? Like, that's not what this is saying. When you say, like, what is a dream worth pursuing? It's not because it will grow into something or become something because it's going to become the Ten of Cups again. No, we're asking it because we're the ones that have to give birth to it. We're the ones that have to nurture it. We're the ones that are going to have to work, play nice with the other puppies to make it come to fruition. So that's what makes it a dream worth pursuing because because we're willing to nurture this, to do things with it because we love it. And, and you know, we're newbies. We, we don't know. So... All you can know at this stage is that you're willing to do it. You're willing to nurture it. You're willing to give birth to this. So with the King of Cups coming up in the future, and if you have got that legacy of light, and he represents that then, why? Why does he represent that? Because the King of Cups, any feeling that he gets, he's okay with it. Like, it's his power. It's It won't control him. What does that mean? It means if there is loss, it won't um it won't bother him right you know he can deal with that loss because he knows that all is not lost there will always be relationships of support even when that happens if there's fear and stuff he's like it's cool right you know of course there's going to be fear why would you not be afraid if you're about to do something completely new ace of cups we will always come back we can always like ground ourselves or come back to how we feel to what's in our own cup like we always have control over what's in our own cup i i i experiences with someone um i was reminded of this you know how they always say like whatever is in your cup if someone bumps into you whatever spills on you is your own cup right and we bump into each other all the time and it can be very easy to blame that person for making us feel a certain way but the only thing that will spill out of our cup is what is in our cup right is it's what's in our cup let's get one more for this You know I'm going to get one from the previous deck that I used. Just one, please. Well, bloody Scorpio. But <laughs> we got death. I mean, that's that's what we're guaranteed is change. And of course there's worry, concern here. Of course there's new feelings. Of course there's regret. There's loss. There's grief, right, around what's happening around this. That these are, I think these are all emotions that we feel. And the Nine of Swords, even though it's fear and anxiety about the future, you know, what's going to happen, what they're going to say, was, think that's how death happens. This is transformation. We are letting go of a lot of the past. So it's natural, you know, as human beings, I used to say this a lot on, you, on YouTube, as human beings, we're not really designed for change. We're not really good with change, right? We like things to be consistent. We like things to be predictable. We like things, we like to guarantee certainty. To reduce things down to a certainty. So let's see what the Nine of Swords is saying. Well. Yeah. Exactly. It's the fault. <laughs> Two of Swords. 
six of pentacles all right so you don't have to do all of this alone i will say i'll say that part to you with the six of pentacles coming up and the three of pentacles coming up over there but think about what it says with the nine of swords is worried about the future why what where does that worry come from because two of swords i have to make decisions i have to make a choice i need to decide what i'm doing but you make the decision as the fool as the earthworm now how do you do that how can you do that what would allow you to go forward with faith it would be to know that there would be help available and how would you know that there is help available to you because there always was right the fact that we're here right now um with you know whether it's personally we've survived everything that was thrown at us whether it's um collectively you know humans got us this far uh, and i've had a lot of people say a lot of shitty things about human beings at the moment i get it but those are the most extreme people out there guys they're not all of us you know don't judge night uh, like 100 of people by what 10 percent of people are saying and doing out there that's not fair and the only way you get to say that is the truth is if you say i'm like that i'm like that right and it's like are you really though think about what we're doing here letting go of an identity coming back to how we feel is that really who you are at your core essence how you feel is that who you are because with the two of with the, i mean with the six of pentacles and the three they will always be someone that will help us because we've always been there to help someone else And if, if we haven't, then it, that's what we, that's the kind of um, belief system we want to work on is the fact that, well, do I help other people? And how do you help other people? I'm pretty certain you help someone somehow, whether it's, you know, picking up something they dropped on the floor, smiling at someone, you know, you are putting something out there, something that didn't really cost you anything to do. You did it for the act itself, whether it's your job, whether it's whatever. You're, to restore your faith in humanity, we have to restore our faith in ourselves. And also not be bound by the past, right? Just because it's always been that way doesn't mean it always will be that way. Why is that? Because you in this moment can make a different decision. There's a, you know, with and it's that let the fool make the decision. The fool doesn't have any kind of anticipation about the future. And if you have fears about the future, it's cool. That means that you, you're headed in the right direction. Then you want to come back to center, come back to center and come back to center is the fool who says, I don't really know enough to be afraid of this. It's okay for me to be afraid. You know, it's normal. It's not what, I, what I've known, which is what I wanted, right? I'm going to get just one more from this, just because it's, it's, I really like this reading. Just one last card. So six of pentacles. Oh God. Okay. There was too many that were flipping up there. Get one, please. Yeah, at the end of the day, that's what we need is courage. Strength. Courage. I'm gonna say it again. I know I say it every week, but I'm this is a massive theme at the moment, which is nine of swords is what strength feels like you know a, a courage feels like confidence it feels like that's what it feels like that's why we need courage that's why we need strength that's why we need to look within remind ourselves while we're doing something remind ourselves of this past legacy that we have right to move forward this feels like a massive kind of letting go 
um, week and embracing the new. Like, doesn't this feel like kind of centering ourselves, like reminding ourselves of what got us here, that, you know, that joy, the light of why we want to do what we want to do, what, why this new story, we're going about doing this new story whatever that may be for you. For, if, if you're doing something literal with this, let us know, right? You know, new job, new relationship, new whatever, new house, new new whatever it is that you're doing. If this, you just feel this energetically and collectively, let us know that as well. I think I'm going to leave it right there for you guys. I love you guys. Thank you so much for sticking with me. I know I've been a little bit all over the shop recently. Um, like I said, midnight tonight, I won't be um, accepting any more bookings. So it's it's uh, it, uh, whatever the new is it, i guess it begins for me this week as well but i will be don't worry everyone that's booked with me until um the 19th of january i'm gonna do all those readings i'll be happy to do them it's just i had a huge flurry of them i was like booked from morning till night for a lot of the days past few weeks i'm happy to say it's kind of easing up a little bit now as we move uh, easing i love doing the readings trust me easing up in the sense that I can come back and do more videos and stuff and not I want to get the Capricorn ones up on time I mean it's Capricorn right anyway so I'm gonna stop rambling I love you guys I will speak to you next time but that's all for now goodbye <laughs>